Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm this week's host, Dixie Cochran, here with Matthew Dawkins. Hello there. Hello. And Eddie Webb. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, this week, whenever this airs, we don't know. We're recording this ahead of time. Magic. Uh, magic. Time traveling magic. It's an illusion. We are going to head into episode three of our Trinity actual play. I would recap the first two episodes, but I'm bad at that. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> would you like to recap what happened? Since you're running the game? <laughs> I, I will recap, although um, I, I will ask uh, Dixie to put the links in the show notes in case people do want to listen to them again. Yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> um, but um, uh, we are in sometime around 2019 Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were hired, uh, we, uh, all the player characters are members of Archangel. And uh, they have been asked uh, to look into uh, the abduction of uh, Jennifer Porcher, who's the daughter of Nikki Porcher, who is the friend of their boss, Booster Garcia. Uh, as part of the investigation, a previous team composed of Kamenev and Rosalind Santos uh, were actually arrested and, and were in jail being interrogated uh, because they were uh, framed for murdering a high-profile politician mm-hmm. who turned out to be a member of a, uh, a human trafficking ring. Uh, so last session, um, you had managed to uh, get them out of uh, holding through a lot of chicanery and uh, <laughs> okay. computer shenanigans. I-, I would say it was actually good legal practice. Uh, it was <laughs> not good legal practice, to be clear. It was very bombastic legal practice. <laughs> That's a very, very Ace Attorney of you. <laughs> yeah, we right. won the hearts and minds of the uh, Atlanta Police Department. Most of them, yes. Although um, you did not win the heart or mind of Detective Rogers, um, who is a pretty angry and very likely crooked cop. Mm. Um, although there was a Detective Hart uh, who was doing part of the investigation uh, and slipped you some a note during the process and gave you the implication that she may be at least against Rogers, if not necessarily for you. That's a little unclear. Yeah. Um, but when we last left off, you had just left the police station and you had five separate avenues to explore, which is why we stopped there. Cause there's a mm-hmm. lot of directions you can go in. Um, the first is to drop uh, Kamenev and Rosalind off at Heath Coast Estate. Um, it was kind of mutually agreed that given um, the fact that they were arrested um, and they're still, at least uh, uh, suspects of interest uh, for uh, uh, the murder of uh, Rowena Simmons. Uh, they thought it was best to kind of put them on ice, maybe let them, you know, get out of the public eye for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one avenue. Um, the second is that uh, in the course of the debriefing in the car leaving the police station, um, there was some concern that the police might be tainting uh, the evidence in the storage locker because uh, while uh, Rosanna Kamenev had weapons on them and their weapons were removed, they did not fire guns, although the police report was being edited to make it look like Rosalind did in fact fire a shot that killed Rena Simons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so there's concern that the police might, or at least Detective Rogers, might want to... Uh, uh, create false evidence to try to frame uh, uh, Rosalind. Um, the third is uh, a name had come up tied to both uh, Rowena Simmons and Detective Rogers, name of James Fitzpatrick. Um, all you've gotten so far is that he is allegedly a tennis coach uh, and is somehow tied to uh, the Kamenev family. I'm sorry, not the Kamenev, the Turgenev family. Um, 
which are the uh, human traffickers that you're investigating. Yes. Uh, fourth, um, you got a lead at the uh, Fantasy uh, Nightclub, spelled with a PH, um, where there are two Russian lieutenants in red tracksuits, not only as Angel and Diaz, uh, who apparently are some kind of contact for the human trafficking ring. Have you put them in red tracksuits as like a direct archer reference? Uh, actually, specifically, it was it's a um, it's a Hawkeye reference. Uh, oh, okay. I think I think Hawkeye. I think Archer referenced the Hawkeye arc, so it's kind of the same reference all the way down. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> red red tracksuits all the way down. Right. It's all, it's all red tracksuits. Um, and then finally, um, during the course of reading the unexpurgated uh, police report, you found that there was a patrolman, Specka, who was at the shootout. So you thought there's possibility maybe talking to her to try to find out if you can get a sense of what really happened during the shootout because the report is was in the state of being edited when you acquired it. Wow. So that are all the things you have available to you. Yeah, there's a few few avenues. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the question is, do we investigate them together? Or do we split up and cover more ground, arguably? I feel like that's never a good idea. And it also doesn't make for interesting roleplay. Because it's just like... I, I will say that um, uh, Cameron and Rosalind are both contacts on your character sheets. So. Yeah. While you guys agreed that maybe you want to cool down with so much on your plate, you may want to say, okay, these two NPCs are going to go off and investigate X while we investigate yep. Y. Also, uh, let's recap real quick before we start who Matthew and I are playing. Matthew, who is your I'll character? Heathcote Pursuit, attorney at law, uh, who has uh, gone through something of a crisis of conscience and now represents clients pro bono, as well as working for the Archangel Group to help those who cannot help themselves. Awesome. I am playing Sydney Override Strickland, uh, who's an ex-military hacker in strictly the movie sense of ex-military hacker, uh, <laughs> not in the actual sense of sitting in a hotel room quietly for several days, um, staring at a computer. Uh, this is definitely the the movie version. Right. Uh, and speaking of hacking, that does remind me of one more detail you should keep in mind. Um, uh, all four of you were fitted with uh, subdermal trackers um, mm -hmm. that can be tracked on um, a pad that Override has in her possession. However, during the original shootout, um, uh, Rosalind's tracker was damaged, so she is not online, but you still have access to both yourself, uh, Heathcote, and Kamenev. Mm. All right. Well, Override. Uh, so we dropped the two of them off at my estate, uh, along with my butler, who will bottle them. Uh, <laughs> Horace, Oof, such language. Yes, Horace, Horace, Horace Steppenwolf. Uh, he will look after them unless we need them to go and do something, which we probably will. So we should stop off for a cup of tea and have a think uh, about what we're going to do, which avenue we should approach. Is it a matter of urgency, or should we be covering our tracks and those of our accomplices a little more, such as with this evidence locker? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see. Uh... Rosalind get framed. No, well, it seems like we have a friend at the station in the case of Detective Hart. And we also may have a patrol officer who, well, we don't know whose side the patrol officer is on. But we do know that the patrol officer didn't report what Rogers went on to report. Or went on to amend uh, right. the report to say. So, uh, Matthew, I also hmm. want to remind you real quick, um, uh, during your... Uh, Infiltration of the police station. You rolled extremely well for uh, the desk sergeant, Valerie, um, and she agreed to have a cup of coffee with you at some point in the future with a cup of coffee and very heavy quotes. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, that means we've got three sources at the police <laughs> precinct. Uh, that it would seem a waste not to exploit them. I'm sure she would like that. Indeed. And uh, what are you thinking then, Override? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that we could definitely have you uh, talk to some of these contacts you've been smooth-talking. Uh, sounds like you've got three dates to go on this week. Yeah, I d- don't know how that worked out. I hope they know that I charge by the hour if I'm not working for Archangel. So so you're an escort? Uh, in a very modern sense, yes. Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> no, no judgment. You do you. Uh, yeah. So I would say that we need to get full statements from uh, our two associates and then also get some statements from that patrol officer and see what the original... Uh, report looked like yeah. before it was amended and you should get some dirt on those cops good idea okay well and likewise uh, if you can dig into the past of this rogers through your oh, yeah. hacking ability uh, you it. may be able to find out where his name has shown up dirty before now i'm sure he's not uh on immaculate record or if he does that would look suspect in itself okay so I'm going to make a call to Valerie, then the desk sergeant, and see if I can't okay. set up a a coffee, a, an actual coffee. It may result in her feeling disappointed or feeling like there may be something more, but for the time being, let's just chat. So, hey, I know this fantastic <laughs> uh, so It's only been a couple place. of hours since you... Right. It's only been a couple hours since you last talked to her. Uh, do you want to wait a while until she's off duty or oh, call her? Oh, yeah, right. I don't want to appear too keen, do I? <laughs> Are you actually trying to date this woman? <laughs> <laughs> don't want to scare her off. Um, okay, good point, good point. Maybe wait until the evening when she's probably finished her shift. Thank you, uh, voice in my head. Always holding me back from running into something stupid. <laughs> we, we, we are talents. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but not talented. You looked into the you looked into the future, realized, oh, making that call now would have been bad. Let's rewind to this reality and go to different. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, well, I can. I tell you what, I can certainly plan to meet with her this evening, but uh, I won't send her that message just yet. Uh, there wasn't any kind of romantic overture toward uh, Hart, however. No. Who just died in my arms tonight? Uh, I hope I hope not. I hope that doesn't happen. But I will see if I can arrange a meeting with Hart. So I'm going to call the precinct. Okay. Hopefully not get through to Valerie. But if I do, that's fine. We'll kill two birds with one stone. Not literally. Well, Hart, Hart did give you her business card, so you can call directly to her office. Okay, her I'll call. I'll call her. Uh, downside is phone. her phone's going to be in that bullpen area where everyone can mm-hmm. overhear that call. That's fine. I, I can handle that. Okay. Bring, bring. <laughs> we are such good role players. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. Are you calling her on Skype? No, you give you call the number, um, and then within a few minutes, uh, she's like, oh, you hear a phone with that detective heart? Uh, yes, detective. Uh, it's Heathcote Pursuit here, QC. Uh, my qualification uh. changes every single time I speak. <laughs> um, What's a QC? Uh, it's a Quality British... control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Party. That's what I'm thinking. Um, it's it's a British uh, legal thing. Uh, but anyway. Oh, okay. Yes, he's got pursued QC. Uh, we spoke earlier today. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, I was wondering if it would be possible to uh, meet you once you have uh, knocked off for the night. Um, can I ask what this is in regards? I've just got to, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions, just informally, you know, all off the record, as it were. Um, some T's need crossing and I's need dotting. Don't worry. It's uh, okay. nothing that's, it's, don't worry. It's nothing that's going to get you in trouble, and I'm not going to make you say anything over the phone right now. I just really need to uh, meet up to bend your ear about something. Okay. Um, well, uh, um, I do get off work um, at 10 o'clock tonight, um, and then maybe at that point in time, we can, uh, you can drop the package off then. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll meet for coffee. Um, do you know the Starbucks on the show? <laughs> I do, yes. Okay. I'll drop it there. Like it's hot. And, <laughs> and I hang up. I'm just rolling my eyes this entire half of the conversation. I'm just, like, looking at him, and like, I, really? And I, I level a finger <laughs> with Override and say, you mock, but this technique has been successful for many years of legal practice. Did you just say drop it like it's hot? Uh, well, I started saying this many, many years ago, and no one has corrected me yet. Um, I will point out okay. that you do have the uh, Code Talker gift. Um, so wow to override what you're saying is complete nonsense. Um, somehow actually detective Hardy has, has sussed out. Yes, we are on well, a that's only good if, Starbucks. Yeah. It's only good if detective Hart knows the, the, <laughs> the same code. Uh, but, but <laughs> <laughs> the Eagle flies North at midnight, but, um, what? Yeah, let, let's let's assume. Fair does. enough. Uh, um, I'm 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 you're I'm okay. I'm kind of arbitrating your talent. Um, so I'm just going to be making kind of calls, I think at least first double talking is kind of thing my evening. Really well, so. um, <laughs> around meeting different police officers and hoping they don't bump into each other to make some kind of comedy of errors. Where, well, I mean, hang on, he's dating three police officers <laughs> from the, from the same precinct. <laughs> There'll be a Mexican standoff. Um, <laughs> well, well, that is funny, but also, I mean, as a as a lawyer, you probably do, in fact, occasionally contact uh, police officers and ask them for stuff off the record. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but she's also trying to make sure it sounds like a relatively straightforward conversation, because obviously, she should be probably listened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you have at least one confirmed conversation for tonight, and one potential conversation with Valerie tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've got no link to this patrol officer, though. Right. I'm going to look into them via computer. Computer. Okay. Computer. Um, so, uh, what exactly information are you looking for? Um, I'm trying to find out where they patrol. Uh, I'm trying to find out their their whole name, not just Specca. I'm assuming their first name isn't Monica. But no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I am trying to figure out like where they patrol and, uh, what, what they might have seen, see if I can actually get a hold of like the original report they filed. Okay. Um, let's do a, a technology and intellect roll, and then uh, you can use your, uh, successes to, uh, buy information. Um, I will say that difficulty is one because you're asking for relatively innocuous information, at least to start. Um, but yeah. you do have a complication of one of why you're looking into this. So if you don't buy out the complication, um, some red flags will rise up in some searches about why you're looking at that info. I got 
four successes. Okay. Um, so I have bought out the complication, and then I have three more. And difficulty. So if you buy them both off. Oh, and difficulty. So I have, I have two. Right. Um, so you could buy two. You could buy two questions. Okay. So where is their patrol area generally? Um, uh, their patrol area is. Uh, uh, let me think. Uh, um, it would probably be the, the main kind of downtown area, um, which is relatively close to um, where. Uh, um, Simon's office is like downtown, as in like where DragonCon takes place. Downtown, yeah, yeah, like like that that kind okay. of um, uh, not not like where all the the businesses are, but like you know, there's there's hotels, there's smaller businesses. Um, yeah, 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 that kind of area. Okay, and also, can I dig up their original report? Um, you can get a uh, you can get the audio file of the original um, debriefing. Okay. Um, which was with Detective Rogers. Okay. Uh, and what does it say? And you listen through that, um, and it's largely maps up with your original um, uh, assessment of it, which was that um, Detective Rogers and Detective Hart uh, went in with uh, uh, two other patrolmen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, uh, Denise Specka being one of them. And they uh, stumbled across uh, two individuals with weapons in hand. Um, it seems like Patrolman Specka is about to specify, you know, and then you said, and then at that point, Rogers cuts her off and says, we need to go into that. And kind of just tries to wrap up the debriefing pro- really quickly after that. Um, hmm. It seems like she's implying that Rogers is the one who ordered the, the firing. Uh, sorry, right. firing. Um, so the actual who fired first is actually vague on the transcript or the audio file. Okay. Um, but it's more kind of pointing towards that. And the fact that also they saw two individuals, not four, which the original report is trying to say that there were the two people they captured and two other, uh, armed, armed assailants and only yeah, two which... police officers on the scene. Okay. So we need to go talk to, uh, Ms. Specka. At some point. I should probably take Heathcote with me because he's the talker. <laughs> um, Apparently. I mean, you could, now that you have a full name um, and a relative area, you can pretty least do, do some uh, searching online to find an address. Totally. I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. Well, while uh, Override is looking into that, I'll make my other call then to Valerie uh, so that uh, if, uh, if Override has to make any calls or answer any calls, uh, then she can do that. So I will uh, give uh, I'll give a call to the lovely Valerie on the desk at the precinct house. Okay. Um. Uh. So you call in and uh. uh it's like uh, I forget. It's like section five police station. Uh, is that Valerie? Yes. Who's this? Oh wait, I recognize that voice. I thought you might. Uh. Well, I'm glad you remember me. That's a good sign. Uh, I just, well, I wanted to get in touch. I just wanted to make sure because you know how it is. Uh, it's one thing to have a nice conversation and just not follow up on it. And just wanted to check. Are you still on for meeting for that coffee? Wow, you're eager. I like that in a man. Uh, well, yeah. that's also surprising, <laughs> but good. Uh, wonderful. Uh, when do you finish work? Um, I get off in about a couple of hours, around six o'clock. 
Uh, you will. No, I'm not going to go the full Roger Moore. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't say over the phone. <laughs> Would you like the full Roger Moore or more of a Connery? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, how do you like your eggs? Um, uh, so, yeah. Well, I should be free around that time. Um, so, i tell you what. I know a nice little place we can grab a light bite to eat and something to drink and maybe just have a nice chat. It's been a while since I've spoken to someone who just seems so interesting. Okay. I look forward to that. I'll see you there. I'm still just rolling my eyes and squinting at him. All right. See you later. And so you agree to meet at 6.30 at yeah. this nearby... Are you still thinking like a coffee shop or... Uh, now I'm going to have to think of somewhere that's actually nice, but not too nice, because it's not like, oh, welcome to the Ritz Atlanta. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if we're if we're going downtown and get a White Oak, there you go. That yeah. sounds ideal. A White Castle. We'll go to White. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same. There are white castles in Atlanta. There's 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 crystals. Um, yes, we'll go to this White Oak place, of which I have heard so much. Okay. Um, I'm actually quickly Googling. <laughs> White Oak is right across from the uh, the Hyatt. Oh, right. Okay. It's, that's one on Peachtree. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. okay. So it has uh, the, the added measure of convenience should the coffee go well. Right. <laughs> oh, no. This is a restaurant. You said you wanted a restaurant. This is like a restaurant and cocktail place. You can have coffees in a restaurant. Fine. Yes, um, but but it is, it is like wine, beer, lunch, dinner. Um, okay, so uh, is there anything else you guys want to do? You got a couple of hours left. Um, well, is... hopefully, yeah. Kamenev and Rosalina have had the opportunity to cool off a little, uh, have some herbal tea. Uh, yeah. That's what I like to call the uh, cannabis that uh, Horace Steppenwolf keeps stocked <laughs> in my uh, family the house. Worst. <laughs> do you do you have the butler from Archer? <laughs> kind of. Is this just Archer? <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we, we should uh, probably get a full brief from them. Or right. Uh, one also, um, while you guys are making your calls and hacking, uh, they also are going to call Mister Garcia and let him know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Get check in with yeah. him. Oh yeah, we have a boss. Right. <laughs> they should probably check in with. Uh, they're very taken care of. And they've updated what they know, and so so y'all kind of, if you want to reconvene, you can kind of talk things out. Uh, I want to look into this. What's it called? Fantasies, Fan- Fantasia, place? fantasy. Yeah. Well, fantasy. Okay, I want to look into fantasy as well, and see if there's been any like news stories about weirdness around there. Nothing like hacky. Just looking looking up um on on the googs. Okay. Um, fantasy nightclub is uh, um, it is not. It, it's nightclub in the euphemistic sense. Um, it's basically a sleazy strip joint. Uh, it um, right. doesn't have a lot of news information, but um, you can check the uh, crime statistics uh, in the area. And the, it's slightly higher instance of things like um, uh, car thefts and uh, muggings and the like. So it, it's not a nice... What part. about like missing people, like missing women? Um, missing uh, people is relatively higher in the in the kind of wider area okay not 
only because you're looking for it do you see a pattern. It's not like it's a huge red flag. It's more like, you know, if you, you, you start comparing numbers, it's okay, yeah, there's a slight tick up in this area. Okay. Um, I do want you to make a, uh, let's call it uh, Enigmas and Cunning Roll. This is more of a putting, okay. putting things together roll. Putting things together. Do, uh, is, is seven or eight the threshold? Seven? Seven. Okay, that's so what I thought. I have four successes. Okay. It's actually a really good roll. <laughs> okay. Um, so one thing uh, you notice, actually, after, as you're, you're looking at, you're actually kind of idly combing the actual missing per person reports. Mm -hmm. um, just trying to kind of get a sense of the whole thing. So um, you get into that almost like Wikipedia swim where you start clicking on things kind of at random, but they're actually kind of making a subconscious sense. Yes, information hole. Right. That's my favorite. Um <laughs> And you realize that about an hour later that um, all the missing person reports the past four or five months, uh, none of them are children. Hmm. Okay. And you start kind of skimming the areas that uh, uh, Denise had mentioned that her daughter was abducted from. No reports of missing children. Right. It wasn't Denise, though, was it? Oh, sorry, not Denise. Uh, I had a lot of names. So I had to double check my list Nikki? here. Uh, Nikki? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, okay. Area. Um, so you, on a lark, actually look up uh, Jennifer Porcher, which is the name you were given, and there's no mm -hmm. missing person report for her either. Well, that's not good. And Nikki did tell you that she filed one two months ago. Yeah. Hey, Heathcote. Yeah? There aren't missing person reports for the kids. Hmm. Like, there's, there's, there's no kids missing, according to the internet. I'm not... But that can't be right. There's always kids missing. Yeah. Um, so specific... Yeah, not specifically well yeah the two kids we're looking for yes well yeah jennifer not listed mm. even though nikki said she filed a report like there's like literally if you look at the missing persons reports for the past few months there's it's it's all adults Could well to be clear there are some missing children reports throughout atlanta just in this specific area it's not happening yeah well yeah, yeah. yeah. in 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 this area yeah um now i'd be tempted to point the finger at our good friend mr rogers but um there's no way one cop could have that me measure of responsibility over the dirty business in this city. There's also, I feel like Mr. Rogers is an inherently trustworthy name. Well, I think that's where people go wrong with, uh, with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> they leave their kids. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, so detective Rogers, as he's just been promoted, uh, yeah, uh, we know that he had something to do with dirtying up the scene of the crime or uh, implicating our good friends, Cam and Evan Ro Rosalina. But. Rosalind. Ros Her name's Rosalind. Uh, God, Heathcote. I know, I know. I'm a horrible, horrible man. Uh, but <laughs> it could be worth getting back in touch with uh, our boss and seeing if we can get in touch with. Um, Nikki Porcher? Nikki, yeah, because she may have a card of the cop that she reported missing persons to. All right, you call him. Okay. All right, I will. All right, I will. Fine. <laughs> um, are you going to put him on speakerphone or you can talk to him directly? We'll put him on speak Speaker. speakerphone so we can all interact. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, you, uh, you get the phone call and, and uh, you answer the Garcia. Uh, we're looking to speak to Nikki Porcher again regarding the missing children, if we are permitted. She went back home. Why? What's, what did you find? Well, specifically, there's a rather troubling uh, 
incident, it appears that the missing children have not been reported as missing, or at least are not registered as missing by the Atlanta PD. That's yeah, but only in like this one area around where Jessica disappeared. Like they're still, you know, they're still listed elsewhere, but not here. Yeah. So That's... cops aren't going to be looking for them where they're most likely to be. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna put you on hold one second. Okay. Click. See, I had the man from Ipanema in my head. There you go. People listening to the podcast, this is an exciting example of ringtones and waiting for things. Music. Hello, I am Dixie. I'll be playing music this week. Roll three dice to poor people. Can do. <laughs> Success. <laughs> are you are you not bored? You just have You're to keep rolling. You be. You know, rolling and rolling and rolling. Never uh, let them go. Never let them go. Uh, okay, so he comes back after a few minutes. Like she's not picking up her phone. That's interesting. Interesting or alarming? I feel like you have a really weird definition of interesting, Garcia. Okay, so when I say when something's interesting, I don't like interesting. Oh, I love interesting. So just different people, I guess. Oh, okay. Can we have her address? Go... Because we may want to check out what's going on. Admittedly, we've got a lot on our plate right now, Garcia. So if there's someone you can send to her address, that may be useful. I'll... We could send Rosalind and Kamenov. Yeah, well, we're going to need to get, get them busy. Uh, I'm just a bit concerned also with uh, Mr. Rogers out there with a gun. Uh, it would be quite easy to harass our associates who are currently out on bail. Effect. Yeah, I can just see them getting framed again. Yeah. That'd be great. No, let them stay to the grounds right now. Uh, I'll go talk to... I know where she lives. She's a friend of mine, so I'll find out what's going on. Okay. Um, this is raising some alarm bells for me. You think? Yeah, I do. Mm. Oh okay, uh, keep us updated, uh, Garcia. That'll be much appreciated. Uh, actually, uh, no, change, change plan. Um, send uh, Rosalind here first because I need to give her a new tracker. Okay. No, all right. I'm going to send them together. I don't want to let them be alone right now. Uh, all right. Then I'll just drive there, pick them up in the van. Okay. That works too. Yeah. I wouldn't trust them to drive right now anyway. They're a bit um, intoxicated. I wouldn't trust the butler. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Goodbye. Click. <laughs> Matthew, you know that like cannabis is not legal in Atlanta, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that it was illegal. I'm just saying that they probably shouldn't be driving under the influence of smoking a big fat joint. <laughs> We're supposed to be members of Archangel. Um, and there is nothing in the Archangel, uh, I guess, memoranda that says members are not allowed to uh, light up occasionally. Um, it, it is a controversial point, let's say. <laughs> it is often discussed at the board meeting but quickly diffused when the joint starts getting passed around <laughs> um, so if, if you guys aren't doing anything else about 15 minutes later um, you'll hear a horn outside <laughs> it's a first year four just <laughs> horn okay um, um, so it, yeah, it's, it's the van you recognize yeah Yeah. Uh, we'll bundle Kamenev and Rosalind into the van okay and um, yeah, that means we've got uh, well, we've got a few places to check out now, haven't we? And a few people to meet with. 
Mm-hmm. What do you want to do while I'm on my respective dates? Um, I mean, I think it could be a bit... I'm going to go track down Denise. So you are happy with us splitting up. I was thinking it could be good to have someone watching over my shoulder, but at the same time, there's a lot of ground we need to cover quickly. Well, yeah, that's that's why I suggested the area I did, because that's where Specca patrols. Okay. It's kind of down in that area, so I figure you can, you know, go on your dates and I'll still be nearby, yeah. but I can see if I can grab so her. So if I need a good pickup line, you're not far away. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I can come play your jealous girlfriend and throw a drink in your face. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I would love to throw a drink in your face, man. Yeah, well, you know, I could, <laughs> I could, I could save you from being mugged or something like that. Do you need to practice throwing a drink in his face right now? No, I'm good. No, it's I it. hot tea. Uh, I really would. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I have in mind. <laughs> okay, so to cut, I'll recap to me what your what your intended plan is. Okay, um, so I think uh, Overrider's got the soonest thing to investigate, as you know. Right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm just going to wait till we all go downtown together, and then we'll just split up for a little bit. Okay, so in that case, I'm going to meet up with Valerie at the White Oak at the same time as uh, Override is going to be trying to catch the attention of a patroller. Yeah, I'm going to try to hunt down Denise Becker. Okay. Um... Let's uh, start with that. Um, how do you plan to go about stalking a police officer? I mean, cops are pretty conspicuous. <laughs> it's fair, but for a specific one. Right, but I mean, I know that she's a woman, mm-hmm. um, and there aren't as many women Atlanta cops, mm-hmm. I know for a fact. So I'm pretty much just going to, you know, walk around downtown like a typical tourist or someone going about their business. And uh, actually, I, I am going to go tourist angle. I'm going to take random cell phone pictures and selfies and stuff and just kind of be looking around the whole time. Um, trying to see if I see any any women cops in the general, like, few block area that she patrols. Do, do we have the uh, sort of police radio tech? You know, what, I know we are basically all going around with earpieces in, so does Archangel have the facility to tap into that? That would make sense. Or rather, does Override have the capacity to tap into that if Archangel wouldn't? I am. I am sure that I do. Yeah. Yes. I was like, um, in terms of like just having the technology, no, you have to go requisition it. But um, a lot of my understanding is a lot of police chatter now also goes through uh, like cell phones and laptops. So Mm -hmm. she would have to just find that and get into that, um, which would not be easy, uh, but it is possible. Yes. Do you want me to roll for it? Yes, I do. Uh, we'll call that, uh, yeah, technology and intellect. It's, it's a pretty straightforward hacking roll. <laughs> There's a reason I put so many points into this. <laughs> yes. uh, I've got five dots in intellect. <laughs> two, two, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, difficulty could be two, so you buy up the difficulty, gives you three successes left. Um, and I'm assuming you use those to buy information to find out where Denise Becca is. Yeah, yeah, see if I can just triangulate location based on various codes and things okay um uh so basically uh, uh she put in a code about 20 minutes ago saying that she was going uh, off duty for uh for uh, food um uh, it's pretty standard like you know i'm going off for an hour to you know, break slash eat mm-hmm. um and that was uh, uh uh in the area of the vortex or not vortex um okay oh uh, no the burger place uh, like that's that's vortex 
Is Vortex okay? I was like, never mind. Yeah, no, you're, I was like, I was, I was like, yeah, Vortex. You were like, no, and I was like, oh, but I love the Vortex. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of names going through here. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, so she she she's going to the Vortex uh, for dinner. Um, so you're familiar with it. I'm afraid for everybody else who's not living in Atlanta. Um, the Vortex is a uh, is a burger place slash kind of slightly barish atmosphere. Um, it's got a comedy club in the back called the Laughing Skull. Right, yeah. Um, uh, and House is kind of a, a, a bit of a punk club vibe. There's lots of stickers on the walls. Um, uh, it has a very kind of, the, the The menu says things like, you know, don't fucking smoke. Um, are you an idiot? So, I mean, it's a very kind of blunt atmosphere. That whole kind of uh, uh, follow our rules or if you don't like it, get the hell out kind of yeah. vibe. Um, for, for, for what it's worth to our listeners, this is me speaking as Dixie. The Vortex is the only restaurant I own a shirt for. Like, I, I love the Vortex. Yeah. Vortex is great. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, you make your way in. Um, uh, and the area is about three quarters full. Uh, it is not quite the actual kind of dinner rush. And also, it's kind of in the middle of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's not like packed. Uh, the music's not loud. Uh, so it's kind of the, these are the locals who are coming here to grab a, some an actual meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's only one police officer you can see sitting at the table. And I'm assuming that a woman, yes. That, that yeah, I'm assuming that she's a woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's got um, uh, short uh, black hair, cut in kind of a, a bob. Um, she's got the you know blue shirt with the the mic on the shoulder you know, the whole nine yards, and she's got a, uh, looks like a, a Coke in front of her and a burger. Okay. So, hmm. I'm not the charming one. I'm not the charming <laughs> one. It's questionable whether I am. I'm just going to go sit down at her table. <laughs> Fair enough. She's like, force, force is my main approach, so I figure I'll just be forceful. She kind of just looks up at you and it's like, can I help you? Hi, Officer Specka. Yes. So, um, I understand that you were involved in talking to some of my associates uh, earlier. Uh, Rosalind Santos, Kamenev. Um, And I understand that your report got a little truncated. So I was wondering if you would tell me what happened to them, because I'm trying to figure out, you know, what we should be saying in court if it takes it that far. Okay. Um, that's going to be uh, persuasion plus presence, because you basically just said, "Hi, um, I'm here to talk about the corrupt police report that got filed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This is not my forte. Nope, it is not. I got one success. Okay, uh, she's gonna roll on my three die roll <laughs> for persuasion plus presence. That is surprisingly average. We go and get my dice here. She's gonna roll to resist that. Holy shit! Fives and ones. Okay. <laughs> she's not. She is. She's. She's ready to crack. <laughs> she's like dying to tell somebody about this this corruption. <laughs> she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but let me tell you everything. <laughs> um. So she puts her burger down and she's like, Okay, what, what paper are you with? Oh, I'm not with the paper. I'm with Archangel. You're with Archangel. Yeah. Helping people, saving lives. You know. She looks around. Can you, do you have any kind of idea or proof that you work for the Archangel? 
I'm assuming I have a card or something or like yeah, a badge. Yeah, cards. Yeah, business yeah. cards. Okay, yeah. I, I give her one of my cards. Um, so she looks at it. Um, she pulls out her phone and dials the phone number on it and your phone rings. She's like, okay. Hi. I also like happy to flash her my actual ID so she can see that that's my name. Okay. That was the nice thing she can ask for. Yeah. Um, Although I am covert, so she might not remember me. <laughs> interesting. I had a, had a partner who needs some help, and the, uh, the union weren't exactly keen to help him out, and he got some help from Archangel. So I'm inclined to believe that you are good people. I mean, we try, but I had to get some of my associates out of jail earlier because they were accused of murdering a politician, which I'm pretty sure they didn't do. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to go too into detail, but I have heard some of the audio of your interview. Um, and I'm wondering what you were about to say. What, what did you actually see? She had to, you know, takes a deep breath and it's like, well, I guess I didn't like this job that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to turn you in or anything. I, I, I'm just trying to get some information. I can say I found it out through a CCTV or something. Look. All I know is I haven't liked Roger since day one. He's, he's an asshole. He's a misogynistic creep. He's tried more than once to get into my pants. He's really selling the name of Mr. Roger, isn't he? Fuck that guy. Just completely. But there's one thing to just be kind of an asshole in his skis, and there's another thing to mess with the crime scene. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know who killed that woman. But it sure is how one of two people that were sitting in our holding cells. Yeah, as I understand it, neither of their guns were fired. As soon as we said that we were the police, they put their guns down and put their hands behind their heads. Mm-hmm. Because we know how to act. Rogers told us to open fire on them. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right. So is there anybody else I should be talking to to look into Rogers that you know of? I, I don't know. Um, I, frankly, I don't know who to fuck trust anymore. Do you know anything about the missing kids in this area? There was a Jessica Porter that went missing. Uh, her mom filed a report, but it doesn't seem to be on the record anymore. Jessica Porter? No. Yeah. Hang on. She pulls out uh, her um, phone and starts tapping on a little bit. She's like, no, I don't got any information about Jessica Porter. Yeah, okay. That's what I was worried about. There's like a... I'll get into it later. But, um... All right, th thank you. You've been very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, just do what you can to get rid of people like that. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, and you can keep my card if you need okay. me. If you have any more information, uh, if you want to get to where you're off duty and talk, just let me know. This is the only way that I could think of to get a hold of you right now. All right, I understand. Thank you so much. And I leave. And then I just go to like hang out outside the restaurant where Matthew is, I guess. That was not how I expected that scene to go, honestly. So. Honestly, me neither, but I like I got one success. You got one success really and I well. got zero, so. <laughs> no, I kind of thought I was like, <laughs> I am fine to blunder into disaster with this character. And yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's just funny because you guys are consistently just rolling really well. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go hang out outside and just like be on my laptop and, you know, drink a tea or something. Putting okay. me off my game. Uh, yeah, now let's just see how dreadfully I foul up this date. Right. So meanwhile, um, you go to the White Oak, um, and uh, it is aesthetically distinct from the Vortex. 
Um, there's lots of, <laughs> of reclaimed uh, wood paneling on the walls. Um, there are tons of handcrafted oak barrels, uh, right. hence the name, kind of used as props. But the tables are uh, a small, have white cloths on them, glasses on, you know, turned upside down. Uh, so it's that nice blend of it. It's an upscale place, um, but also you can get small groups together, kind of just sit and be casual in a nice environment. Yeah. It's not quiet because everything's wood um, with some drapery. So like the sound bounces a fair bit, which means that it's kind of hard to hear the people even at the table next to you. So it ends up being a probably good place. Whereas Vortex is just kind of a susurrus of noise. So it's, I mm -hmm. like this is much more of the aesthetically awkward. So that way you can, you can hear, have conversations with the table, but everyone around you kind of just blurs in the background because of the way the sound bounces. Mm. Uh, well, I'll be uh, dressed in my lovely suit and uh, have already ordered a drink. I intend to get there a bit early. Um, as okay. I'm going for the keen approach, I might as well stick with it. It seems to be going well. And, uh, and you know, I, I like to look intellectual. So I will have... Uh, I'll be reading a novel at the book when she arrives. On one hand, it looks like I don't care. On the other, it makes me look like Hell, this might this guy might have a brain between his ears because he knows how to read. <laughs> I, I know I know how to operate the Atlanta scene. What novel is it? Yeah, what are you reading? Moby Dick. Okay. <laughs> are you in like tenth grade literature? <laughs> <laughs> I know it, uh, the people claim that no one reads anything like Melville when they reach adulthood. But I am sure there is still some wisdom to be gained from these pages, especially as a lawyer. Mostly about whaling, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one day I intend to take down that whale that oversees the corrupt police department of Atlanta Sea. See, look, it's a metaphor. Okay, so um, uh, so you get there. Um, uh, the uh, uh, they take you to the table, set you down, um, and then about fifteen minutes later, uh, so about. 10 minutes, five minutes after you're supposed to meet, uh, Valerie shows up um, and she's wearing kind of just like a nice top and slacks. So it's not too dressy, um, but she, you know, has a little bit of makeup on. So she looks nice. Mm -hmm. um, and she kind of gives you a big smile and just slides uh, into the uh, chair across from you. And I was like, fancy seeing you again. Call me Ishmael, I say, putting the book away. <laughs> It I wins. It's a winner movie. every single fucking time. Every time. <laughs> Never fail to harpoon one. Um, oh my god, you call her a whale? <laughs> anyway. Matthew, you're the worst date. <laughs> I am. That's the thing. So when it comes to role-playing, I really have to... No, in fact, let's say I'm fantastic. This is me being really out of character. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, have you been here before? No, it's my first time. Oh, okay. Uh, well, what would you like to drink? Um, so she looks at the menu, uh, and she kind of skims over, and she's like, "I think a cocktail sounds good. Um, let's try a, a, you know, a, a fizz." Okay. And then on the drink, there's a Papa's fizz, which is a uh, rum, grapefruits, uh, Luxardo, and Cava. Ooh, an aristocrat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will go, likewise go for the same concoction. Okay, so you, you place your drinks, um, uh, and do the, the, the your water in the meantime. Mm -hmm. 
So I've got to be honest, Valerie, I, it's not really common for me to, um, I guess, invite people who I meet from work on dates. If, if you don't mind my calling this a date, you know, if you just want it to be a drink, that's fine as well. Um, but yeah. She shrugs. Okay. I'm a, a little out of my comfort zone, so go gentle with me. Oh, I can be as gentle as you like, but uh, I don't want to leave the book at home next time. I'll make a mental note of that. Uh, mm, the Moby Dick isn't working anymore. Uh, <laughs> maybe try a Walkman next time. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I intend to engage in light chit chat with her for the most sure. part. You know, it's just going to be a getting to know drawing, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a bit of flirtation, that sort of thing. We don't have to role play every single sentence. Christ, I mean, if you want don't to. Make um... me. Uh, <laughs> no, fine. no, I, I was going to actually suggest if you want to um, basically just roll a uh, persuasion and presence roll, yeah. or actually a- empathy and persu- empathy and presence, um, and we could just call the entire leading up to the questions you want to. You roll that to see how naturally you can segue into that conversation. Yeah, I know. I wish I had thought ahead of time what I wanted to ask her. Uh... <laughs> Uh, my mind, my mind was so set on going on a date with this woman that uh, I forgot what possible use she could be. <laughs> you got so in your own head about the date itself, so yeah. you're like looking in the mirror, doing finger guns. Pa-pa, pa-pa. Honestly, I, I, I figured, I figured in my head it was Matthew's going shit. How do you act in a restaurant? It's been so long. What's it like? Yeah, I don't, I don't know anymore. What do you do? You, the waiters come to you. Do you go up to the kitchen? Do you make the food yourself? <laughs> do I order food? Do I just throw it in my face? <laughs> How do you eat in public? Um. Okay, well, that's not great. Uh, Considering that um, you said I should go for persuasion and presence, yes? Uh, So, yeah, seven dice, and I got uh, a goose egg of successes on seven dice. Wow. Oh, no. So that's momentum. You do have two two points of momentum, so you can spend one of those if you want. I don't know. Uh, I think that heart is going to probably be more useful. I'm just thinking of where we're going to be spending this momentum. (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like it may be a bit indulgent to spend momentum on what right now it may just be a pleasant drink okay. of elderflower um, cordial. You're just on a nice date. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she, rolled, she rolled three successes. So basically every time you try to send the conversation something resembling the investigation, she just says, you know, oh, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your background. Uh, what's your job like? And so she's expertly constantly bringing the conversation back. So she's interrogating you basically. Yeah, so I've got to tell her all about the best cases I've worked and how exciting it is to be a lawyer. And this is the kind of story I get very bored of telling dates, I'll be honest. Uh, And, you know, as well as my wife back home. So... uh... Um, The upside is, uh, because you failed, you do get a momentum uh, for that. So you get through momentum. Um, uh, But then halfway through the date, you get a couple more drinks. Um, you're, You're not intoxicated, but you're nice and, you know, buzzed, mellow. Um, and then oh, great. <laughs> both uh, uh, Heathcote and um, Override's phones rings. It rings simultaneously. Oh, do excuse me. This may be work, I say. Uh, you, you look at it, it, it says Garcia on it. So Yeah, and I tell her, this is definitely work. I'll be back. Okay. I'm just outside, so I'm just like, yo. Um, 
Uh, so are you going to step outside and take the phone call? Uh, yeah, I do a double take when I see Override is stood there, not right. having realized that she was probably laughing at my poor attempts at dating all this time. I'm 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 outside. I can't hear you. I can uh, just... <laughs> I imagine from the facial expressions and body language at this point, you can see it's a disastrous <laughs> endeavor. Um, okay, so um, we both step outside and uh, Mr. Gracie is like, okay, we got... I need you to come back in. Something has changed. Like, now? Uh, yeah, um, the, I'm, I'm driving to your location now. Um, I, Nikki Porcher is gone. Uh, her house has been cleaned out, and all I have is a business card with a top hat that says the word Serena. So we need to reconnect now. All right. Well, boss, I'm just, I'm right on the cusp of getting some really meaty information, I think. Maybe you didn't hear what I just said, so let me go over it again. No, don't, no. down. Don't, don't let Heath cook. He's a little tipsy. Hey, I can Jesus hear you. Christ. You're right next to me. <laughs> Look, uh, it's just... We'll call it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boss? Boss? Boss! Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna hang up on you now. <laughs> I feel like of the two of us, I thought I was going to be the one who was going to be the problem to the boss who, like, talked back and shit, but I am coming off as so much more responsible than you. Well, I think it uh, it damages one's confidence when you have seven dice to roll on a simple persuasion and fail on every single die. Uh, today is not Heathcott's day. And like I said, I mean, it just came down to, like, on uh, the other side, like, I rolled zero successes on one roll and three on the other. Yeah, uh, I had four dice and I rolled three successes. <laughs> but but <laughs> think like... of those lovely momentum we now have for things when when things get truly dire. We've got uh, the opportunity to turn our fate around. So that's a good point. I'll, I'll track that. Um, normally I start each session, but since these are so short, I'll kind of just keep the pull for the whole adventure and we'll go from there. Yeah, cool. Um, so there well, you this go. was fun. Yeah, yeah. You got something accomplished. Oh yeah, this is infinitely more light-hearted than our first couple of sessions. I think uh, Dixie and I are messing about a bit. So, so I think I think we're both a little punchy today for some reason. <laughs> I so, don't know why. As long as you don't mind a story guide, Eddie. Um, no, no, no. Honestly, um, my my goal with this, I mean, you kept mentioning Archer, and that that uh, wasn't necessarily a direct inspiration. But I mean, I am thinking of. Uh, some of the inspirations uh, uh, for Archangel specifically um, are things like Burn Notice. Uh, and yeah. Burn Notice certainly does go between more lighthearted and pretty straightforward drama. So this actually seems totally pretty yeah. you know, accurate to where I was going. I just thought it was, it was like, Matthew, why is your butler giving marijuana tea to people? Like, what's happening? <laughs> See, the worst butler. I feel like in this. In this session specifically, Matthew's the one that made it silly, which is not normally the case. <laughs> Usually I'm the one, like, cutting jokes and stuff, and Matthew's like, everybody's high, I'm a little drunk, I can't talk to women. And I'm like, what's happening? I'm sorry, Eddie, I derailed your session. <laughs> I'm a trouble <laughs> player, I'm the kind of person that you'll write a blog about. <laughs> I'm going to subtweet about this now. How... <laughs> How to deal with problem players, or as I call it, the Dawkins conundrum. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, that's too obvious. Let's call it the Matthew conundrum. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but no, honestly, I mean, uh, this actually is a good kind of uh, debriefing thing, a little bit in the sense that 
I tend to be a lot more uh, improvisational when I run games. Um, that's why occasionally I was like stopping uh, uh, because I was trying to skim my notes to find a piece of data. Right. Um, uh, but the actual plot of this is pretty simple. It's just that I'm adding layers of new information. So you have to fig- go through all of the not useful information to get to the good information. Yeah. Um, right. And so I use that to kind of just set up interesting scenes. And so I know that this is going to be a heavy interrogation investigation session. Um, so I just try to get to, let's get some couple of interesting scenes. Again, I expected this to go the reverse where I expected the conversation with um, the death sergeant to be very, very quick and easy. And I expected uh, Patrolman Specker to be very underground confrontational, but the dice just decided <laughs> the reverse is going to happen for everything. <laughs> she was done. She was done with these corrupt cops. Right. This, 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 um, this sexist asshole. Uh, I will say, though, that um, the upside of all of this is, uh, you got to mention, but also you do have a new contact. Valerie's now officially a contact on your character sheet. Because yeah. you didn't pump her for information, which she was expecting. She just had a nice date, and so she's actually more sympathetic to you for future. Yeah, Aww. And I'm going to avoid any obvious innuendos and say that, yeah, it will. Um, it will just be a case of. I wonder whether Valerie is the first person that has ever made Heathcote feel tongue tied. And so, yes, she could be a valuable Oh, you have an actual crush. Maybe, maybe, maybe she. It could be a valuable source of information. He just doesn't know how to talk to her that way. Maybe he just doesn't want to see her that way as one of these grimy cops or <laughs> people that work for the police department. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you as always, Eddie, for running a session for us. Yes. No um, I'm I am looking forward to the rest of this one. Much much like our Scion one, we probably thought it was gonna be like two sessions, it's gonna end up being like five or six, but yeah. That's okay, because I like playing Trinity, and I like playing it with y'all. I think what we always underestimate as a group is the fact that these recording sessions are only an hour in length, and typically a one-shot at a convention is going to be three or four hours. So, right. we, so yeah, we always think, ah, we'll get it done in one or two sessions. It'll be a good sh- a good way of displaying what the game's about, and then we're an hour in, and we're only still introducing our characters. I mean, also, we're like, we only play for about 45 minutes because we had like the recap at the beginning and who are we playing and all that. Right. And mm-hmm. Also, lots of random jokes that were happening during the episode because yeah. why not? Because it's us. And would it be the podcast if we didn't derail everything terribly? Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, uh, Matthew, if people wanted to find you or follow you or ask you about Heathcott Pursuit, where would they do so? Uh, well, they can find out about Heathcote Pursuit and his uh, preferred brands of marijuana on MatthewDawkins.com, uh, where they can also find all of my social media links. And yeah, do do check it out and get in touch. Eddie, what about you? Um, you could find me at uh, PugSteady.com. From there, you can find all the stuff I've worked on, as well as all my social media accounts. And uh in case Dixie hasn't already planned to talk about this, um, I want to mention that we do have a Discord channel about the Pathcast now. Oh, yeah. We added a Pathcast uh, Discord channel in the OPP Discord, which I always link in the show notes. So come join us. Hang out. We're in there. It's fun. Talk about Heathcote's game. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he does not have game. I would like to see uh, fan art of Heathcote on his date, please. Uh, if anybody wants to draw Heathcote and Valerie at White Oak, uh, White Oak is a real place. You can Google it, so it's really easy to get reference photos for there. Um, Heathcote looks however you want him to look. 
And as as Valerie apparently resembles a whale. <laughs> Don't say that. Do wow. not do not say that, please. That's so gross. Uh, In that size. But, I'll I'll be oh your a Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Ma- so Matthew, hard. stop digging! Stop digging! <laughs> I have to stop this before Matthew makes a harpoon reference. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Dixie Cyanide on most social media at DixieCochran.com. You can find us at TheOnyxPath.com, TheOnyxPath on most social media, Twitch, etc. And as always, many worlds, one podcast. Yeah.